What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Geekable. I hope all your weeks are going well. Everyone's having an enjoyable summer. It's been hot out there. Um, and yeah, this is going to be a very, very special episode that we're super excited to, uh, to be airing. We have EM Gist here with us today, who is an exceptional artist uh, doing, you know, he, he's doing some Moon Knight covers right now. He's done some Marvel trading cards in the past. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's just a, an exceptional artist, exceptional guy. We're so happy to have you on. EM, thanks. Thanks for being here. How are you? I'm doing all right. Happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time. We are, as Nick said, huge fans of your work. Your illustrations are, um, um, would you prefer to the goal, call them paintings because they're so close to life and there are paintings really. I think of myself as an illustrator. So illustrations, okay. is, so is you're, fine. You're I just happen to do them in paint. So, yeah, yeah your, your illustrations are phenomenal. You've done some amazing work for Marvel, Dark Horse, Boom. And you've also done a lot of work in the comic book, in, in the video game industry before you started working in comics. So could you tell me a little bit about that? Because I, as I said before we started, I am a huge lover of video <laughs> games. And um, I know <laughs> that you've worked for, for, you've done some work for Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, that was actual, I've worked for Blizzard in uh, two different ways. One, uh, I was, t I was uh, doing cards for uh, both the old uh, WoW TCG, which was actual, you know, tabletop card game. And then I, I've done a little bit of work for uh, Hearthstone as well. Um, oh, wow. On top of that, they're only about an hour from me, give or take. Oh, wow. And I've gone up there and uh, taught some uh, life drawing workshops for them. Uh, oh, wow. Time time. So, that's amazing. So, yeah. so you do have a background in teaching. You work for um, Watts Atelier, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I've like, I, we, it's a very popular art school and a lot of my friends actually follow it and they sign up to the online <laughs> courses. So cool. how is it like teach, having that teaching experience? I, I love it. In fact, the, uh, Watts is where I learned to draw and paint. Oh, wow. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, that's where I got most of my uh, schooling in like uh, traditional drawing and painting. Um, a lot of the computer stuff I learned uh, when I went to college at San Diego State, but uh, a lot of the drawing and painting stuff I learned uh, from Jeff Watts and uh, Ron Lemon wow. at, uh, at Watts Atelier back 96 was when I started, I think. That seems That's right. Amazing. I think 96. So, uh, and then I was, I was just a, a student for about three years, I guess. And then uh, I started kind of filling in teaching some classes. I was still mostly a, a student, but I'd teach a class or two. Um, and then eventually I just kind of was taking fewer classes and teaching more and yeah, wow. I really, I really enjoy it. It's, I, I really enjoy teaching and, and trying to give, uh, younger students the, the same opportunities that I had. So, cause I know I wouldn't be where I am if it weren't for the school and, uh, and all the teachers that I've had there, especially, uh, Jeff and, uh, and his wife who run the school. Wow. Yeah. 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 We're really tight. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's, that was actually the main thing that I wanted to talk to you about, like aside from <laughs> all your Marvel stuff. Like I, I'm so fascinated that like, you know, you still kind of teach the, are you a, a professor or are you just, it's, it's just a, a really, I mean, I don't know how much you, you know about ateliers, but it basically is just a studio learning environment. It's, it's sort of like somewhere in between a, an apprenticeship and, and an actual school. School. So gotcha. I mean, it is a school. We do have classes, but they're fairly small. In fact, now um, we're limiting our classes to only ten students. Wow. So it's, it's it's a pretty intimate learning environment. Um, all the or most, if not all, of the teachers are working professionals in the industry, uh, various different industries. Like uh, Jeff's a, a gallery painter, fine artist. My wife is a gallery painter, fine artist. She teaches there. Uh, Lucas Graciano, who uh, you guys might be familiar with from Magic the Gathering. 
Wow. Um, he, he just recently uh, sort of retired from teaching, but he's been teaching for us forever. Um, so yeah, yeah. Most of the, and just dad, uh, Robert Watts has been an illustrator for, you know, longer than I've been alive. So he's, he's been doing it a long, 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 long time and, and uh, passes on a lot of the, the really like classical illustration techniques to a lot of the students, you know, stuff that he's actually, he's actually really good with the computer, but uh-huh. uh, you know, his skills were learned before that was really such a popular thing. So uh, he's really kind of, you know, the, these are the things you need to learn no matter what you do your art with these are the sort of fundamental skills that you need to know so that's amazing i wanted to ask you because i've i've looked through your works in the past and i've seen that you've done a lot of work for star wars you've done a lot of a little bit of star trek and you've also done doctor who which i'm personally a huge fan of uh, <laughs> so i wanted to ask like you know how did you fall in love with this culture with this geek stuff with marvel comic books in general what is your journey I'm not really sure how it really started. I mean, my, my dad uh, uh, certainly likes many of those things, but I think I was actually into it before I was consciously aware that he was even into it. But, you know, he, my dad, both my parents are actually avid readers and of, of just about everything. Okay. Um, but growing up, we had bookshelves just full of books. And some of those were, you know, uh, Doc Savage, uh, Conan, you know, all nice. that, you know, a lot of the That's old cool. pulp novels. Um, so I, if I had to guess, I'd say that's where it started. Um, but my dad's also uh, uh, an, an avid movie fan. And so was his sister, my aunt. Um, mm-hmm. And they took me to the movies a lot. Um, in fact, the first movie I saw in the theater was uh, Star Wars. Not on the first release because oh, wow. quite, quite that old. But <laughs> I think it was the, either on the second or third uh, re-release. Uh, my dad took me to see it. And that was the first movie I saw in, a, in a, an actual movie theater. Because oh, we went cool. to drive-ins and stuff because my brother and I we were we were rowdy kids, so <laughs> they couldn't really take us to theaters. But the first movie I ever saw in a theater, I think my dad thought that, you know, he could take me to see Star Wars and I'd be in rapt attention. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that stuff, just being sort of exposed to the overall sort of sci-fi, fantasy, genre, entertainment, uh, form of entertainment. Um, comics, honestly, I couldn't really tell you how I, how I first got into comics because I, I don't remember ever not reading them. Oh, wow. Um, so, That's yeah. Cool. Um, I was the younger brother. My brother's about uh, two and a half years older than me. And we were both into sports a lot. But when I was really little, obviously, I couldn't really play sports yet. But I, I could read at a really young age. And when we would go to uh, my brother's sports events, like, for instance, he would be into wrestling. And I don't know how much you know about youth wrestling, but it goes all day. Yeah, it's so, like a track uh, meet. Yeah, it's like an yeah, all exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a tournament. And so you're there all day. And since I was a little kid, you know, my mom would stop at, you know, 7-Eleven and I'd pick up a comic book off of the, off the spinner <laughs> rack. And um, that's kind of my first memories of comics. But like I said, I don't ever remember not reading them. That's um, amazing. So I don't know really what got me into that, but it was just kind of always there. Because um, like I said, my dad was into it. My, my mom, not as much, but she's into books of all different sorts. But anything that's, uh, she's very visual like I am. I think that's where I got the visual aspect from. And so she has a difficult time watching anything with too much violence or gore. It really affects her, but she can read it. But, <laughs> but you know, oh. when she sees it in a movie or TV show, like she can't watch Walking Dead. Um, oh, okay. you know, <laughs> my dad watches it. She can't watch it. It's, it's a bit too much for her. But, uh, you know, all that stuff. And like I said, my dad's sister, uh, my aunt, um, she, uh, she was also really supportive and, and exposed me to a little bit more the kind of... Uh, like indie side of things. Like she would actually take me to to indie films when I was, when I was a little kid that I'm not sure I really grasped, but I thought they were interesting, but 
you know, that's, so, you can appreciate that for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's right up your yeah, alley. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a huge thing now, right? I mean, you, it's really easy to, to see that stuff and, I, and I'm, and I'm super uh, happy for the greater exposure. But when I was a little kid, you had to go to these like really kind of skeevy movie theaters. Yes. Like, and you know, it, it was like those cult classics. They would do like these performances, like the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which right, is, like, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she took me to uh, some Star Trek conventions back before conventions were really wow. big. And that was my first, first expo uh, exposure to Doctor Who, because uh, you'd go to a Star Trek convention. And for some reason, there was always this Doctor Who contingent at Star because, Trek conventions. Because there's never a Doctor Who convention. <laughs> right. No, well, I mean, now there are. But yeah, back then, there yeah. certainly wasn't. Not in the States anyway. Maybe maybe in England. I don't know. But maybe yeah, certainly England, not yeah. here. Um, and so that was my first exposure to Doctor Who. Um, unfortunately, I've never done any official work for Doctor Who. The stuff I've done has been private commissions, but uh, oh. but I love the entire franchise and and uh, and uh, really enjoy it a, a ton. So same here. Yeah, that's cool. Wow, that's a neat. You you have a very like well-rounded portfolio. That's really cool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's that's really neat. <laughs> I, I guess I mean it definitely kind of reflects in your like everything you're saying. I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see this. Yeah, yeah. All your work is so long. You can tell where the, where it's coming from. You can tell definitely. the direction where it's coming from. The inspiration. It's you know it's all rounded. It's very well-rounded, as you said. There yeah. there are very few uh, genres that I that I don't enjoy. I mean, I'm certainly known for kind of uh, moodier uh, stuff and and maybe secondarily like superhero stuff. But mm -hmm. but I, I like working in in all of it. Uh, and and I've enjoyed my dipping my toe into little bits. But certainly my my wheelhouse is uh, like horror, noir, and superhero. I've noticed. Yeah. And the more you can combine all of those, the happier I am. So <laughs> and Moonlight is right up your alley. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. That's why and Moonlight's one of my favorite characters. So. That's cool. And, and that kind of brings me to my next point, because I, I, I've actually spoken to you like several times. You're really cool on your Instagram. You're always responding to fans every now and then. Like that's something that always goes a long way with people like us, you know, talking to these creators that we look up to. And I want to say it was like eight months ago or so I messaged you off of a swamp thing uh, picture that you, you painted in the past where yeah. he was like fighting an alligator to be totally specific. Yeah. in a swamp. Right, yeah, really, yeah. yeah. Really cool picture. And I asked you, and I was like, you know, if you were to work at Marvel uh, or DC and you were to do a cover run, like what characters would you want? And you were like Moon Knight or uh, Swamp Thing. Those, those would be both right up at the top of my list for sure. I mean, there's some more mainstream stuff that I think everyone's going to say, you know, Batman, uh, Wolverine, you know, who doesn't want to draw and paint those guys. Right. But if you're getting a little bit out of the A list, mm -hmm. uh, Swamp Thing and Moon Knight would be, you know, the ones that would be near and dear to my heart. The things that maybe not everyone would say. Now, those both those characters are getting a little more popular because they've yeah. had, you know, TV shows and, you know, yep. exposure to the wider audiences. But, uh, but yeah, those are kind of the two that uh, maybe not everyone would be familiar with that, that I would really like to do. A third one would probably be... Uh, long shot you know another one that's a little bit off the off the beaten path that i would like to do would be we, long shot okay well i'm just gonna plug ourselves here for a little second we just <laughs> sure. had the creator of long shot on our show last week oh yeah yeah we had our, <laughs> we had our adams, adams. Yeah. yeah well i've got a story for that for you then oh no oh, way uh, <laughs> lay, lay it on us. people who who uh, have seen a few interviews with me have probably heard this story and they're probably getting tired of it at this point but it, it's <laughs> it's my comic book origin Okay. Um, so I, as I said, I was always in, I don't remember ever not being into comics, but you know, most little kids are into comics. Uh, most uh, little kids, or at least when I was a little kid, most little kids were into comics. Most little kids liked drawing, but you, you guys probably remember this about the time you get to be nine, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in that range. You know, a lot of kids stop drawing and only the ones that sort of 
either really loved it or, or sort of self-identified as artists continued to draw. Yeah. I can literally pin down when I start, when I decided that I was an artist, even though I didn't know what that meant was I got the Asgard Wars, the X-Men Asgard oh. Wars annual that uh, Neil Adams did. Hell yeah. Um, and that was the first time I remember getting a comic book and recognizing that it's like, I, I want to do this. Even though I didn't know what, again, I didn't know what that meant. I was only like 10, nine or 10. I didn't know what that meant. But before that, it's like if paper was around and pencils were around or crayons or whatever, I, I would draw. I enjoyed drawing. But that was the first time that I got home with a comic book and I actually ran through the house looking for pencil and paper so that I could try to draw like Art Adams because I just fell in love with his art. It was probably the first time I actually picked out and identified an artist. That, I mean, I knew that people, you know, did the artwork and I enjoyed the covers on the on the books and on the comics and, and reading comics and looking at the artwork. But it was the first time that I actually want to know who that artist was and how could I get to be like him. Wow. So Art Adams is actually my comic book origin. And he has such a distinct, like, it makes complete sense why you would, like, pick his out out of the, the you know, the rack or the shelf and be like, this is the guy, because he's just... Yeah, it jumps right out at you, Oh, right? it jumps right out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like... Especially back then. Especially back then. I mean, now it kind of, it blends in maybe a little bit more, because so many people have been influenced right. by him. I mean, all those 90s guys, I mean, the image look, I hope <laughs> he doesn't get offended by this, but that image look was, that was him. He was the he was the godfather of of that look. They were all trying to be Art Adams. Absolutely. Have you ever told him that story? Have you ever like? I have, and I've only met him. I've only met him once, and it was only briefly. Um, someday, someday, maybe I'll have the guts to uh, <laughs> to tell him that, or maybe maybe for some reason he'll see one of these interviews and it'll get back to him. But uh, you never if, know. It, if it does, then uh, then Art Adams, thank you because you're a big reason why I'm an artist. Oh That's my God, wild. we have to like. We have to send this to him. We have to like, I'm going to like literally cut this and I'm going to send, we're going to email it to Art. <laughs> yeah. love it. Art is the man. I can see, I can, you know what? I can see why you would be so drawn to him. I mean, he is just, yeah, his art is, is incredible. And, you know, just going off of, off of that, like you guys have some of the same, like, I, like people that you're kind of like into, like art can do like, you know, really good moody pictures, just pouring rain, drawing a character, right, very right. like moody. And you kind of have that too. Like, most of your artwork I've noticed actually takes place not in the daytime, but in the nighttime. And you're very right. much into, you know, one of the first covers I ever bought from you. And I was like, this is the guy was the Phantom X variant you did for uh giant size X-Men Phantom X. Yeah, when he yeah. was jumping out of a clock tower. And uh -huh. I was like, this is next level. Like this is like, the, cause I love that moodiness too. It's just like, you know, superheroes, you know, you see Spider-Man it's always bright daytime. Cause he's sure. the, he's a light character and he's, you know, right. he's the hero. And it's like, that's all awesome. But like, personally, like I've always been drawn to like, you know, you see like silver surfer and it's just like, he's silver, but he's in the, he's, in, he's always in a black, uh, you know, sort of like that, you know, you have moon Knight. you know, the only thing that's really popping out at you is the blood from him, like punching people, you know, it's, it's right, all that right, sort right. of stuff that you really put on the page. It's really cool. So I don't know. That's, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Phantom X is another one of those characters that there's definitely that that noirish mix in with the, with the superhero mix, and he I got out of I wouldn't say I got out of it, but I cut way back on my reading of comics for about a ten year span. Mm. And Phantom X was one of the characters that would constantly draw me back in because I just loved the look to, look of him. One of the runs that I followed when I wasn't really reading comics that much, I always followed Hellboy, but that cool. X Force run uh, that, that he, when he was part of the team when they wore the gray uniforms with oh, you know Remender and Opinion. run, yeah, yeah that was yeah. a great yeah, run, and and that was one that I would I would go and pick up. My 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 comic book reading was mostly every year at San Diego Comic Con I would go and pick up a bunch of trade paperbacks 
And then that oh. would be my years worth of reading. I didn't really step in a comic shop for mm -hmm. yeah, probably about 10 years before wow. I started getting back into it heavy with what I feel was like a real resurgence, a real rebirth of, of comics in the last 10 years or so. Definitely. Um, I wanted to ask, you're known to be a cover artist and you do these massive illustrations. Have you ever considered dipping your toes into sequential art or doing like, a, you know, interior? I would, I would, I would love to, but uh, the, the problem, there's two problems with that. One, my, uh, my sort of, for lack of a better term, my more generic style, like my more mainstream uh, comic pages that, that I've done, my samples, there's nothing special about them. I mean, I'll be honest, they're, they're okay. You know, they're competent. Um, if someone really needed someone to do some pages, I could do it, but there's nothing that stands out about it. Um, and so I, there's really no reason for them to hire me. They'd much rather keep using me as covers because I'm much better that. Why would you waste all our time by having me do interiors when I could be doing covers for you? I think that's kind of where we stand right now. If you now. were to do pages in the same style that you do your covers, it would take forever. Exactly. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and not, not to say that I wouldn't do it. Um, it's something, it's certainly something that I've considered, but it would have to be a very, uh, I don't know what, what situation would arise for it to allow that to happen. But if it ever does, I'm totally up for it. I would, well, I would what? love to, to go um, and pitch a project. Text me your rates and because I do writing. So, you know, we can, we can do something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's really cool. Oh, that's don't even get my hopes up, please. please. I, Eric, seriously, don't get, I, that would be the day if you were doing I, I have a couple ideas that I want to try and uh, run by Marvel, but I have to get some full painted samples put together to show them kind of what I would want it to look like. But I would love to do like a, like a Moon Knight, like a one-off or, or prestige edition graphic novel or, or something along those lines. Um, I've got well, a couple of ideas writer, for that. No. Wow. You, 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 <laughs> settle down yeah. there. Hey, hey settle down. Hey. <laughs> no, that that's cool. That that would be the day. That would be the day. That's so. That's... Yeah, I, I would I would enjoy doing it. It would be it would be a lot of work, and my and my wife would probably yell at me, but uh, but but I would love to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, going back to the the whole like you know artists and people that influenced you. Like, is there anyone in the industry like that you're very close with? Like, you know, you're a painter. Do you ever, um, you know stay in touch with like people like Alex Ross, maybe like Asad Rabiq. Um, do you, like, how often do you guys ever just like talk? Is that a thing? Like, um, I have a few friends that, that I, that I talk with. Um, but not, I mean, not a lot in comics. Uh, I, although okay. I, I, I would love to, but, and I think a big reason for that is that I wasn't really very well known before COVID. Um, mm -hmm. as, as, as horrible as all this has been, um, it's been very good for my career. Wow. Could you elaborate <laughs> so, on that? That's uh, interesting. I'm not really sure why that, I think it was probably just timing. I think, cause I was already working on Conan before COVID hit. And so I yeah. think that was a big breakout for me. Yeah. And once Co Conan got rolling, then that sort of opened the door for a lot of other things. So I think it was just coincidence, um, to be honest, but, uh, but my career has, has, has taken off, uh, since COVID started. So maybe once conventions start opening back up, a little bit more than maybe I can get to meet some of those guys. Um, some of them I, I, uh, I, I talk to online a little bit, um, but not a lot. Um, uh, like, like, uh, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm drawing blank on names now, but there's a few of them that, that I, that I talk with online. And certainly, uh, once, once conventions, uh, get started back up, I would love to get to meet those guys and, 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 uh, bounce ideas off of them. Uh, cause there aren't a lot of people that, I know that do exactly what I do. I have a lot of friends like in, in more like the gaming art industry um, uh, through Magic Gathering and things like that because I had done more of those types of conventions. 
Um, so I'm, I'm friends with a lot of those guys. Um, and, and I, and I have a sort of a, uh, well, not sort of, it's a crit group that, uh, me and about six or seven other friends are a part of. And, and we, uh, we mostly give each other a hard time, but every once in a while, you know, some critiques get, get given out in there as well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would, I would love to get to meet more of the guys in the comic industry, but like I said, um, I just haven't been to a lot of comic cons, uh, since I've done work that people would, would recognize. Yeah. Uh, so I walk up and introduce part. myself and mostly people would be like, oh yeah, great. Nice to meet you. Uh, but I think <laughs> now I have enough work out there that, 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 you know, if I, if I say who I am, people would go, oh yeah, I've seen, you know, work and your covers. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really glad you said that because I thought I was kind of going crazy because I remember like eight or nine months ago going on, like I've been following your Instagram for like, uh, like maybe a year and a half and you have like 30,000 followers now. And I was like, I don't remember like you, I think you act, you really did blow up. Cause I was like, I thought I was going crazy. That's probably doubled in about the last year, year and a half or so. Yeah, um, that's great I, to see though. I mean, it's great that you're getting recognized like that. Cause your yeah, work is yeah. next level. It's, it's, it's really good. And part of the, part of what's helped with that as well is that I've been doing, um, some retailer exclusives for, uh, IG comic store. And, uh, and they, uh, have a lot of connections in the industry and they've worked with a lot of other artists and they've sort of said, Hey, take a look at this guy's stuff. So now I've been lucky enough to, to meet Scott Williams and, you know, some of the guys have started following me that every time I see, you know, whatever artist, uh, follow me on there, it, I, I, I kind of get, uh, giddy a little bit because these are guys that I've been fan, a fan of a lot of these guys work for forever. So like, uh, Jonathan Glapian. Uh, oh, I, I hope yeah. I'm pronouncing his name. Uh, Capullo is sort of inker of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, he he follows my Instagram and has commented a few times, and 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 that's really flattering. And uh, you know, there's there's a few other guys that have kind of said some nice things on there. So oh, nice. yeah, it's 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 been kind of strange that I've that I've gotten to meet some of these people, uh, meet them through the internet. The, the yeah. fact that they even know who I am is uh, is is very strange to me because my career has got going here a, a little later. Uh, a little later in life than a lot of guys. So well, it's still going strong, and hopefully, you, bigger things are to come. And I wanted to ask you: you've done work for Marvel, you've done work for uh, you know World of Warcraft, Hearthstone. You've also done some covers for God of War, the comic mm-hmm. book. Uh-huh. Is there any franchise that you would love to tackle next? Like like any franchise, or, or I mean, you know, not, in, not in our realm, comic, <laughs> comic, um... video games, you name it. You know, I've actually been very fortunate, and 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 one reason for that is that I'm uh, I'm I'm an outspoken uh, proponent of what I want to work on. So the second okay, I find out you. that that a company does it, I instantly email them and say say, hey, I'm a huge fan of this franchise. If anything comes up, I'm not afraid to you know I, I don't I don't pump myself up, but when there's something I want to work on, I let it known be known that I want to work on it. So I've been really, really fortunate. Um, my favorite movie of all time is Alien, and I got to do the Alien versus Predator covers for Dark Horse. Um, I like Predator as well, so I got to do both. I also did a Predator cover. Oh, cool. um, whenever I get the opportunity to kind of pick what I want to do, I also obviously have a tendency to pick uh, something that I've wanted to do but haven't gotten to do yet, like the Swamp Thing painting that you talked about. That was done for a limited edition print for uh, Bottleneck Gallery. And they kind of just gave me a list of all the licenses they have. And they have a ton of licenses. And they say, and they said, hey, are, do any of these strike your fancy? And so I hadn't ever done a Swamp Thing before. And so uh, I picked Swamp Thing. When I did work for Upper Deck on the first card set I did for them, they gave me a list of about 80 characters and said, we want you to do 11 cards. Pick the 11 you want to do. 
And so obviously I just went down the list, you know, Moon Knight, Wolverine, uh, Juggernaut, you know, just all the characters that I hadn't done before that I wanted to do. If they were on the list, I grabbed them. Um, and they let me do all the ones that I picked. So no one else had come in in, in the meantime and that's amazing those characters up. So, yeah. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a loud mouth in that way that if, if there's something that I'm passionate about and I want to work on, then, uh, I let, it, I, I let the, uh, the editors and art directors at Marvel, I'll just, I'll just pop an email off to an editor if I know them. Um, and, and when I hear that they're working on a new project and, and, you know, say, Hey, if you need a cover, I'm your guy. I mean, uh, that's actually how I got the moon Knight cover. That's, um, that's a great story. thing. You know what yeah. you want and you go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a funny story about, uh, the moon Knight thing is that, uh, originally, um, I was going to, uh, uh, IG comic store had expressed interest in having me do a variant for the new issue one. Mm. And, uh, before they could put in the request, Marvel contacted me and said, Hey, uh, and I had already contacted Marvel before, like right when I first heard, actually, I don't even think they had, they had said that they were going to do a new series yet, but you kind of knew that they were going to with the TV series. Coming Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But when they were doing the, uh, what was that latest Avengers crossover? Was it? Oh, Reborn? no, no, the, the, the Conchu one, Conchu war. Uh, oh, oh. war. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Uh, so it, when yeah. that was running, I contacted them and they said, Oh, we're already booked up on covers for that, but we might have something coming, you know, hit, hit, we might have something coming up. And I said, well, if you need a cover, let me know. And, uh, before they did like right before they announced the series, they got in touch with me and said, Hey, do you want to do a cover for issue one? And, uh, and I said, heck yeah. So then IG comic store bumped mine back to two. So that's why I have a variant cover for both one and two. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and that cover is like, Odd. like the cave <laughs> surrounded by the bodies oh, oh it's man, really gorgeous awesome. yeah that is i'd love to have a variant cover um i'm sorry variant virgin cover by you one day because that's that's how you really get the full scope of your work we we actually have there's actually a a, a version of uh both my first moon night and my moon night too uh, yeah. because once the variant came out of or was announced for my cover for issue one IG comic store uh, contacted Marvel and said, Hey, we would like to do a version of that. So they actually did. There is a version of that cover uh, and there will be a version for uh, issue two as well. So yeah, wow. they're, they're, they're out there someplace. <laughs> so, so for any collectors listening, go hunt those down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're available. You can find them on eBay and you know, they're not cheap because they're the, the retailer variants, but, uh, but they're out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. They're not cheap. It, it, I, can yeah. understand why because that art is next level. <laughs> but just going back to that you know really quick that that was sort of uh, one of the one of the questions i had for you um eric was how you know so so th does marvel reach out to you like like how often does that happen like marvel be like hey we have this series coming out like i mean it's it must be tough for you to kind of schedule yourself around like you know sometimes these things drop on your lap and you're like oh shoot i really want to do this how do i find the time yeah, especially as a painter, it can be difficult because, you know, if you really have to as, as a penciler or a penciler slash ink, or even, you know, those guys that, that, that are the triple threats that can pencil ink and color uh, digitally, you know, you can probably get a cover done, you know, depending on how fast they are, three days to a week, maybe they can do it, they can take it all the way through. For painting, I can get a cover done in a week, but it's, it's pushing it and that's if I don't have anything else to do. You know, you have to catch me between semesters teaching at the school. Right. right. Um, you know, I don't have any other assignments going. So if for someone to contact me and for me to get a painting back to them in a week to 10 days, it's it, it it's rare. It's rare. So that that makes it difficult. I've done it a few times. 
um, but it, but it's a pretty it's rare situation. Um, I uh, again, I can do a cover in about again if it's like a standard comic book cover, you know, hero, you know, standing there looking heroic or whatever, right? You know, not not a big narrative scene like some of the Conan stuff I was doing, but just like a single figure standing there being very Moon Knighty. Um, I can do something like that in a, in a week to ten days, but I usually already have work on my plate or I'm teaching, uh, so to actually get that done. But usually, I would say a standard single figure illustration I can get done in about 60 hours, uh, oh, give, cool. give or take, give or, you know, depending on how cranking I am and, and how, you know, things like that. But that's, uh, that's an insane yeah. amount of hours though. I know. 60. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. yeah, it's, it's tough for me to do quick turnaround stuff because of what I do. Um, I have turned stuff around in, in a day before um, just literally wow. painting for, for 30 plus hours straight. And, and I don't do that anymore because it's not my best work. Um, you know, it's, it, I can do it, but I don't want to do it just to do it. I've, I've sort yeah. of, I made a pledge to myself about two years ago to do my very best on every single cover. So I try not to put myself in a situation where it's impossible for me to do my best. If mm -hmm. I screw up and I'm just not good enough, well, I have to just accept that I screwed up. I'm not good enough, but I don't want to put a, an inferior cover out there simply because I took a job that I really shouldn't have taken um so you know i i usually want at, at least a week at least a week uh the nice thing is that the marvel is understanding of that and uh and they have been flexible with me in the past where they're like we would really love to have this in a week but if that's not doable then you know we can be there's a little bit of flex there because there's there's a lot of different deadlines i don't know how much you know about the sort of the workflow in comics but there's several deadlines mm -hmm. uh you know there's there's deadline for uh, for solicitation, there's deadline for advertising, there's deadline for print. Um, so you kind of there, they kind of tear it out like that. It's like, well, we'd like to have it this, but if you can't do that, then we'd like to have it by this. And if you can't do it by this, then we would like to have it by this. So it's 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 an interesting uh, workflow. It's not like you're getting the work done covers. It's not like you're getting the work done and then it immediately goes to press. Although I have had that happen before. Um, just, just because of the way it ended up working out, you know, someone dropped out, you know, things, things happen in people's lives and they're not able to finish the cover. And so then they need to scramble and get someone to fill in. And I've done that before my, my Raven, uh, uh, Ravencroft cover that I did. Oh yeah. Uh, that was that, cool. uh, that literally I turned it in at like 10 o'clock on, I think like a Tuesday morning. And it was, it was on the news sites by two o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah. That was the fastest I've ever seen. Like <laughs> when it showed up uh, on my, cause uh, you know, every artist is a bit of a, a egocentric, right? So I actually have a, a, Google, a, a Google notice that, that shows up <laughs> when I write my name on. So, so it shows up and it, and, and it pinged me. And I was like, I was like, what's this? I said, dude, I literally just turned that cover in. I don't even know how it got through the various approval processes. Yeah. That fast. So well, must've been that good then. I think they just needed it. I think that's what it really came down <laughs> just to. Take they, they just take the compliment. Take the compliment, Eric. <laughs> that that was all a good my cover. stuff is great. Yeah, that <laughs> exactly. was of like that was of like the Spider-Man. Uh, uh, yeah, the yeah, doppelganger. The Spider yeah, Spider doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, doppelganger. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. That was. I was trying to buy that one actually. I think didn't you do more for Ravencroft? I didn't. I would love to. I, I think it's okay. a great idea for a series. Oh would, yeah, I would that was love to do more yeah. for it. Yeah. Oh, you did um, ruins of Ravencroft, the carnage. Yeah, that, that was the that was the series. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's oh, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't do any of that. That was. Uh, I think that was. No, oh. no, it was just. 
No, yeah, I didn't right. for Rose. I'm getting Ravencroft. confused. I'm thinking, yes, I'm thinking so. Ariel Olivetti. Yes, you're. Yep, oh well, you're correct. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be confused with him anytime <laughs> you want. <laughs> That's true. I do see some sort of resemblance. Hey, he um, actually did the interiors for my Aliens vs Predators series. I don't know how that worked out. I don't know why they had him doing interiors and me doing covers. Maybe he huh. just didn't have the time to do both. But yeah, for some reason he was doing the interiors and I was doing the covers to his interiors, which was really strange. Huh, and he's another yeah, guy that just started following me recently on Instagram and he actually uh, sent me a DM. No, so, uh, that's yeah, cool. he doesn't speak English very well. I don't no. think, or maybe, maybe at, at all, but uh, he, he was very nice uh, to, to offer me a compliment as best, as best he could. And, that's cool. uh, and I thanked him. So yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm a huge admirer of his work. So if anytime yeah. you want to mix me up with him, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> that's neat. That's really neat. So, you know, Eric, you know, we, we only have a few minutes left in the show. Um, you know, if people want to start admiring your work, like we do, I mean, what's some of your favorite work that you would say, like, you know, this is like what I am seriously proud of. Essential EM just. Right. Uh, so, wow, that's a, that's a tough one to answer. I've never actually been asked that. Um, so, I mean, the easiest answers would be uh, if you're looking at a body of work, uh, Conan and the strain are the two things I'm probably most proud of. Um, I, it's no necessarily one specific cover, but as far as the work that I've done that I, when I look at it, I go, I go, wow, I'm really proud of what I did on that project. So um, that was really cool. Conan, I think I did nine covers total. I think I did six as the, as the main cover artist and then two variants for, for, uh, for Conan and then one variant for Savage Avengers. So I just kind of count that as nine Conan covers. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I'm really proud of that. And then uh, Strain, uh i did i think i want to say 32 covers for the strain uh so that i'm really proud of you don't see a lot of 32 cover runs for a painted cover artist yes. so uh so that i'm really proud of and a lot of those covers are still some of my favorites so those are uh some that i'm that i'm really really proud of i did some covers for uh kolchak for moonstone that are probably a little less uh, familiar to people and i'm really proud of those uh but you mentioned the phantom x the phantom x is uh near That's... and dear to my heart as well so that, that's another think, one of my favorites. I think it's a uh, near and dear to everyone's heart, especially who people who love the X-Men because he's a oh, yeah. fan favorite character. I'm getting that signed yeah. by you one day, Eric. <laughs> I'm getting that signed by you one day. Get me one too. Get me one too. Yeah, and, yeah. Yep, and I'll get him one too. Definitely. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much, Eric, for your time. We truly appreciate the opportunity to have a chat with you. We're genuinely huge fans. And for anyone listening, if you would like to keep up with Eric's work, you can follow him on Instagram at e.m.gist and you can keep up with all the latest and please follow us at geekable underscore podcast and stay tuned for more episodes every sunday thank you for listening